money, financial literacy, wealth building, the perception of value of different skill sets, scarce skill sets. Kind of recapping some of the video I made the other day, reacting to Naval and Grant Stefan about how to get rich without getting lucky. We're going to be touching on that, but specifically, specifically our own perception of our value, our own perception of our contributions as artists, as creatives, our perception of what we give to the marketplace. How do we change the perception of value to what we do with the marketplace? We're going to be talking about all that right here with the most talented community in all the world, the King's Dream Patreon community, hearing from them over our weekly Zoom call. But before we do any of that, I got to drop the intro. What's going on? It's Ruslan with KingsDreamENT.com. This channel exists to encourage, empower, inspire you to live God's dream for your life. That looks like all kinds of different ways, man. So we talk about everything from music, marketing, culture. And on this specific video, we are going to be diving deeper into this idea of money. Does money solve our problems? Does becoming more successful solve our problems? What are our problems? And how can more or less money bring solutions or does it bring more problems? All of that, unpacking it here. I put up a thread inside of our Patreon King's Dream community. If you're not a member on Patreon, you really should be. And I just was like, hey guys, I want to talk more about this idea with regards to money, financial literacy, and how we can really be better stewards as artists. So again, my name is Ruslan. I am a hip-hop artist, creative entrepreneur, and we're going to be talking about this. Make sure to follow me on Instagram if you aren't. Give this video a like and a thumbs up. I don't got the cool like and thumbs up graphics, but you should do that anyway. So, guys, without any further ado, I'm going to bring in my man, Conscience, from our Patreon community. He had some really cool thoughts on this conversation of money. And specifically, does money solve our financial problems? Now, before I bring him in, I think we have to acknowledge that money doesn't solve all of your problems, obviously, because we have existential problems. We have problems of meaning and purpose in life love, do you meet the right one, kids, family, health, but money does solve all of our money problems, right? Money does solve all of our money problems. So what are what are our money problems? Well, rent is a money problem, paying for rent, paying for a place to live, food, health care, clothes, the freedom to come and go as you want. Money does solve a lot of those issues, but in our pursuit of money, do we sometimes create more issues. So uh, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring in my man, Conscious. He's going to chime in on some of these ideas that he put in our community. Conscious, if you could move slightly to the opposite direction, opposite, the other way. Mm -hmm. Perfect. All right, man. So you posted some really cool stuff inside of the Patreon. I wanted wanted to open up um, this conversation. We'll have some other people chime in, but Let's just talk about, first and foremost, before we even get into money, let's just talk about this idea of self-fulfilling prophecies in your experience as a skateboarder at a fairly elite level. Yeah, so one of the things that the guy had spoke about on the YouTube video was this idea that there's this notion or assumption in business that for me to make a dollar and make one step forward in business, 
um, that that requires that I take a dollar from a consumer or another person and put them one step back. And he was just breaking down that notion that, no, you can absolutely provide value to somebody uh, at cost and, and not set somebody back. Or even just the notion entirely is false that people who are trying to be successful are trying to dig in your pocket and set you back and get ahead of you. And so um, I experienced a similar thing uh, in two areas, one of them being in skateboarding. Uh, I skateboarded most of my um, high school and college life. I really loved skateboarding. And back then, the way that you would get discovered is you would submit a tape uh, to a local skate shop. You would typically get sponsored by your local board shop. And then you would submit footage and try and outsource VHS footage um, before YouTube was really cracking to try and get discovered and then get uh, a, a big contract out of that for major companies. Well, today you don't have to do that. There's thousands of professional skaters uh, or just amateur skaters that are making a living online, doing affiliate marketing, being sponsored from different companies to advertise or wear or sell their merch. And uh, there, there's a lot more room out there for them to be successful with money. Um, I recently have gotten back into skateboarding just for a way to lose some calories, you know, and um so I, I talked to a lot of these young guys and, and I've met a couple of guys who, you know, have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 followers on Instagram or social platforms. And I go to them and I say, yo, you know, what are you doing right now to, to be successful uh, with your career that you're pursuing with your skating? And really, a lot of these kids are sponsored by a local shop. So they basically get free shoes, free deck. Um, and they're just trying to submit footage and make it on an absolutely elite level and get sponsored by a Nike or contracted by uh, Vans or something like that. And 99.99999% of the skateboarding community that's pursuing being successful at a professional level don't make a single dollar and they're not even mm. sponsored. So when yeah. I go to these guys and I say, hey, man, you would you like to see a way that you could uh, – make some money just off your Instagram account, just making videos on your phone, skateboarding and posting them uh, and growing your audience. They think that there's a taboo associated with that where it's like, yo, this is not authentic uh, to go out and try to make money or advertise shops or board companies and stuff like that. Or just to make a bunch of videos on YouTube of your skating and not be seen in major video parts. They think that that's uh, inherently, um, not skater like to do and they just have this big thing against making money skateboarding and it blows me away because the very same yeah. thing that they're trying to do in the skate shops which is get money to be able to skate and be seen uh, yeah. so they're getting all this free gear and stuff they don't want to keep the same energy and actually make some money to to not be stuck uh, in the garage with a bunch of skateboard decks and a pair of shoes they're getting every month uh, to actually go do it on a level that's more sustaining. And I noticed the same thing in CHH. Um, mm. There seems to be this like idea that you're downgrading your spirituality by making a dollar. If you're not doing an art form like dance or singing or, or public speaking in a nonprofit way, or you're only looking to do business with people who you want to have deep relationships with and do life with uh, that somehow um, you're, you're disingenuine or you're doing it unbiblically. Uh, and, and it's just really weird to me. Uh, and, and I think they come from a lot of good examples that we've seen of people who have quote unquote, either sold out or done something um, not genuinely uh, or have hurt people in the midst of pursuing money. However, the idea to think that 
just from doing making business decisions or treating your art like a business uh, or pursuing to be successful in these things is just in and of itself evil uh, or at somebody's detriment it's just a lack of wisdom in my uh, in my opinion uh, you clearly just haven't seen enough people uh, and that's one of the biggest issues is we don't have a lot of examples of this done genuinely so we kind of target the bad examples and say you know what that's why I'm not going to wrap uh, yeah. wrap and make money for Jesus or right, or right, right. like that so so it's just um, it, it's kind of crazy but um, yeah there is a taboo around making money uh, or even you know just the idea of like and I'll, I'll leave it at this that uh, I can't have a business transaction with somebody unless we're in fellowship together doing Bible study and talk once a week about life. Like that's just the idea that like I have to do it that way or my business is disingenuine or something like that is just like so ludicrous that, that we kind of gospelize every aspect of business in a way that's to me very unbiblical. Um, yeah. 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 That's good, man. Thoughts. And uh, yeah, I think, um, Gosh, I think it's so interesting that you tied this into CHH because in CHH, there is also this like purist mentality, right? There's this mentality of like, man, you, you got to do it for the Lord, right? And if you're not 100% poor <laughs> or you're not 100% like not making money, and I'm not saying everybody, I'm saying some people, right? And it's the it's the same mentality. So in skateboarding, you would be like, "Hey, listen, you know, in in skate culture, there's also this purity culture where they're like, "Yo, you gotta you gotta put it in the grind, and you have to do it this way." And then they're looking for the aspirational when whatever brand discovers them and they land the big deal, not understanding that they can start and build their own way up and develop their own you know audience and monetize it. And what's better, like what's to me the more moral decision the more spiritual decision is actually build small and start earning something and become a middle tier middle class lower middle class upper middle class and work your way up instead of just looking for the big payday because a lot of times with that big payday you may not be equipped to handle it and two if you are just completely exhausting yourself to do art to do uh, a sport I think, I think skates considered more of an art and a sport right but to do something at a level where you're never compensated you're not making any money you're now living poor you're, you're living below the poverty line or you got to work a crappy job when you could just have a youtube channel and put your stuff on youtube monetize it do affiliate brands same thing for a lot of these christian rappers a lot of these christian rappers are cool being broke and looking cool Instead of saying, hey, I have an interesting personality, I have an interesting life story, I have a great sense of humor, I'm going to go also do YouTube, right? This is one of the things that really uh, attracted me to John Keith is like he, when me and him started working together, uh, and shout out to John Keith, new album, Antihero, August 21st, y'all should go pre-order that. Uh, when me and him started working, he was already vlogging. Nobody had to tell him to go vlog. He was already creating YouTube content. Paul Russell, I didn't have to talk, uh, tell Paul Russell, hey man, you should start making TikTok videos. He just started making fire covers on TikTok and like his fourth or fifth one, my man's got more views on TikTok than he has on any 
other platform ever. Like I think his fourth video on TikTok got like 30,000 views, right? Because he saw an in into something and said, I'm forget this whole like traditional struggle rapper put out albums every two years nonsense. I'm about to use TikTok. And he just started making fire TikToks with his homies. And again, the fourth one, it really popped off. So I think it's, 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 in, we have to be intentional as creators to say, you don't have to be poor. <laughs> like those things don't have to be correlated. You don't have to be broke in order to do it the right way or to honor it. You know what I'm saying? Or to do it in a spiritually compelling way. You can just make art and figure out ways how to monetize it. And I think that's amazing. And I think we should really, really be looking at that. So I think uh, I appreciate you sharing that, uh, Conscious. I think a cool segue into this uh, and again, money doesn't solve all of our problems, but goodness gracious, it solves your money problems. If you're living on somebody's couch because you want to be a professional skateboarder and you only think there's one path to it, money solves that problem for you by starting a YouTube page and getting popping and building brand deals and all that kind of stuff on a smaller scale. If you're a rapper, right, and you could build a little bit of money by doing collaborations, dropping your own merch, all these different things. That's important. Now, let's segue this into... Conscious, this idea you presented of, um, so this is a quote from Naval, and you guys should go look at the original podcast. I'll try to remember to link it below. But he says you are paid in proportion to the amount of value you provide. This is, and then you said this is mostly true. However, we do see a lot of cases where companies or people, this is key, this is key right here, create a larger perception of value. Let's talk about creating a larger perception of value conscious because I want to hear that. And by the way, the rest of y'all who are in the chat, man, chime in because I think this idea of a larger perception of value is something that is so underspoken about. A larger perception of value. Um, what did you mean by that, conscious? And can you, can you scoot a little bit to the to perfect? Yeah, just just if you could see yeah, out right there because that way we could both be in the frame. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so I think uh, in this edutainment world that we live in where a lot of the stuff on YouTube are these quote unquote gurus, these experts, these professionals, or just these people that are in the know of something that you don't know about. Um, you can run the risk that the problem with the internet today is that you can make a claim or you can just appear to know more than you actually know. And, mm. and what that means is if you're somebody who has a genuine need, like how do I blow up on IG? How do I sell music? How do I make merchandise? How do I invest? Um, unfortunately, you can't see the resume of all of the creatives that are creating this information and these claims online. And so because we don't have all the time in the world, you're going to click on the ones that appeal to you or that look the coolest or that have the best clickbait. And unfortunately, you can get in a, into a situation where you either get misinformed by somebody who's claiming they know what they're talking about or you can wind up having to pay more money for a service or information than somebody who actually might have more expertise on the subject and will give you more value. Now, hmm. for some people, it can be a good thing in a, uh, not necessarily a good thing in and of itself, but good in the sense that we all learn in different ways. So we've all taken right. an L where we've invested online into something that go, you know what? I'm not going to spend that $100, $10, $50 again. But what I learned either about myself or from this person 
boosted mm -hmm. me to get up and go get from point A to point B, which is a lot of the primary issue for most people is they just won't even get off the couch. They'll find every excuse in the world not right. to invest into themselves or to make the next step on how to meet a goal that they have. Um, but yeah, you can also fall into a situation where you can be disheartened by the fact that you've been misinformed and wasted some money. And then that can turn you off to the internet entirely. Um, so I, again, a lot of that is because you are allowed to create a perceived value. Um, so I think as consumers and as people who create content, one, we need to be asking questions back checking the resume of the, of a lot of the people who we consume content from are other people talking about this per, quote unquote professional uh what are their claims about this person does this person have a resume what is what is their prior work what have they done what do they have now those are important questions for us to ask when looking for I information and, and education and or even a product or service um but also not just shying away from that market simply because there's risk involved Yep. Um, risk is always involved. Uh, it's, if you're going to invest in yourself, you will take losses by the definition of what risk and investing is. You, the, the, the goal is you need to capitalize on the wins, learn why you won and learn why you lost and go do it again, go invest again. Yeah. Um, so, so, um, it, there, there's perceived value out there, but I think as creatives, that allows us to also examine ourselves where you don't have to be a professional to provide a service, but are you provi providing a value or a service or a product in a space that people have needs for? And are you being intentional about pricing that at, at a reasonable level based off actual value that you're providing? And you also need to be wise enough to revisit that every day, every month, every year, because value changes because it's perceived. So you, what, you know, I might sell a butterfly knife out in the middle of the desert. I could probably sell it for $400 because they need that to hunt. Whereas if I tried to sell a butter knife down this or, or a butterfly knife in my na neighborhood, they'll be like, what are you talking about? I can go get that for a dollar at the dollar store. So yep. there is a sense of demand, uh, but also what needs are you meeting in what space? So you got to ask a lot of questions. That's a great point. And I think that ties us into, in my opinion, one of the most important things, which is the, the need to build a personal brand, right? Like mm. the need to build something that when there's a, somebody in this in the chat right now who's a, a graphic designer uh, and they're trying to figure out how do they get more clients? Well, it's like if people think of you when they when they're in a specific community, in a specific niche and you've built a personal brand as being that guy who who knows all about design they're more likely to come to you or even or maybe just even come to you for a referral so i'll give you guys a very tangible example inside of the chh community is a young lady named caitlin she has a, a fan page called 116 fan artwork i think or something like that instagram 116 fan artwork and caitlin does pictures like cartoons of you know myself lecrae what up rg all these different people and um just drawing these pictures of people has generated a good amount of work for her. And I've personally hired her to design album covers for me. I've hired, uh, I've, I've referred other people to her for work. And it's because she built a personal brand creating value for people in a specific niche. She documents her process. She consistently releases visuals on her Instagram of her different cartoons. And that has helped her a ton with 
creating new clients, right? And, and building new clients. And I think as a designer, you have to see a way in that when somebody thinks about design in a niche, they think about you, right? If they think about design, they think about you. So guys, let me, uh, AJ, if you could slightly move to the opposite of the screen, I'm going to bring you in here in a second. Yep. All the way, all the way, all the way, all the way. Yep. More. There you go. Perfect. Okay. Uh, you had your hand up, man. Go ahead and uh, chime in on this for me. You got to unmute yourself. Everybody forgets. Everybody's so good with the Zoom etiquette, they forget to unmute themselves, though. All right. There we go. There we go. We're unmuted. So, yeah, no, I was just going to also say that um, I think there's, uh, on the note of perceived value and not, uh, your value not always being exactly what someone posts online is, like, I had a couple people, like, after they had seen some of the music that I had put out, they were like approached me and whatnot. And were like, Hey, would you want to like pay for blank service? Um, they'd like show me their website and everything would look super professional and look nice. And they say, yeah, you can pay us to help you grow your Instagram or to grow your Spotify or YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after having a couple of times, I was like, mm, is this legit? And then after talking to like the Patreon community here, I found out that, Hey, that stuff's actually not the move it's not the way to go um so just because someone might offer a high price or offer a price for something just know you don't always have to pay to play and you said this ruslan it's better to uh, learn how to do something yourself learn that grind and learn how to stack those skills and whatnot instead of paying someone else to do it for you Amen. That's good. Let me bring in Bats. Bats, if you can move to the to the side of the screen so we get you nice and in the front. Other side. I'm going to bring you in, boss. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, learning just the basics of everything. Bats, can you scoot over more to the right side for me? There you yeah, go. Perfect. Bad. You're right in the frame now. You're good. All right, bro. So, yeah, my thing is, like, how are you speaking on, like, the like he said, if you sell a butterfly knife in a desert, it's going to have way more value. Same thing, like, how I look at CHH maybe, like, five, ten years ago. It'll be like very smart to invest like three hundred, five hundred dollars into like a blog, right? Mm-hmm. And then for them to put you on on one of their blogs so you can have like right. to be seen by more people because that was we didn't have things like toned in or Instagram, Facebook ads, mm-hmm. you didn't have things like that. But mm-hmm. now we're at a point where you can spend if you was to put three hundred dollars or whatever into yourself, that would be way more profitable for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Like, yeah, I like what Conscious said about that a lot. Um, you gotta, I feel like we, as uh, artists or just people in general, we gotta figure out what is, you don't have to do what everybody else did. You can make your own way, build your own brands instead of having that on someone else's stuff that's not even gonna benefit you. The same way that I, I, I look at, um, like, Liza Coach, she's like one of the biggest YouTubers ever, right? On YouTube. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she, and I have a video of her, um, on her on her um channel and it's at like one million views right but mm-hmm. i that's not on my thing that's not on my mm-hmm. channel my channel mm-hmm. does have one million views so i think we just need to look at building our own thing so we can make sure that we we're um, receiving everything that we're on so yeah that's good man yeah i think building your own thing and, and, and ultimately building your own perception of value which are, usually has a lot of little little uh attentions to details little contributions that 
culminate over time, right? And that's why, like I told AJ, hey, it's good for you to know all of these different things so that you at least know how everything works. Not that not that you would always do everything yourself, but if you know how to dabble in production, you know how to dabble in Facebook marketing, you know how to dabble in video and video editing, those are all amazing skills that you can stack to level up, right? And potentially even go and work for other people. Like like somebody might have a restaurant and they want to start a TikTok page, but you got to pop in TikTok. They're more likely to hire you because they know you and they know that you have a, a following on TikTok. You'll make better money doing that than you would working a Joe job, right? And I'm not saying everybody does this, but I think that that is the part we overlook is that in building up our value, it could also come from scarce skill sets. Skill sets that everybody doesn't have. Bats has a very specific skill set of knowing how to grow his TikTok to 280,000 followers. He could either monetize that directly through consultation. He can monetize that as a service he does for smaller businesses. He can monetize that through some type of course or something. Or he could just take that audience and try to transition it into other platforms like Spotify and so on and so forth. So don't overlook the perception of value, which is going to go back to your personal reputation and understanding that what and who you represent ultimately adds to the conversation and that is hugely valuable valuable beyond measure and so the big idea guys is like listen if you want to be successful at anything at some point you're going to have to start making money if you want to start making money you have to have the skills and the mentality to just understand how money works outside of working a job and trading your time for money some of these concepts may feel a little complicated but that's not really the heart like the heart is how can you guys just start thinking about your skill sets and value differently? And that is why I want to keep having these conversations. And so anyway, we're going to get this thing offline. If you guys want to join the Zoom call, you can. Uh, the link is in the description, patreon.com forward slash King's Dream. You can hop on the Zoom call there. And we're going to keep the conversation going for a little while longer. Um, give this video a like. Give this video a thumbs up. I'll be back tomorrow to hang with you guys. Thank you so much.